gentle disclaimer to all of our listeners. All medical information mentioned in this podcast is purely informational. It is not individualized medical advice. Please follow up with your physician or medical practitioner for individualized care specific to your needs. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Know and Do Better podcast. I am excited today because we have Gareth Ziambi, and we will be talking about Takar therapy, specifically Winback Takar therapy. So for those who don't know Gareth, Gareth is a physiotherapist and owner of A2Z Elite Health and Performance in London, UK. He is also the team physio for the UK Olympic diving team and has participated in several world championships and Olympic games, including 2020 in Tokyo. Gareth is an executive member of the Winback International Academy Committee. So Gareth, thank you so much for your time. I'm really excited for our chat today. Thank Uh, you for having me, Melanie. Yes, yes. I'm glad we could make this work. And I wanted to just start our conversation with talking about the history of Takar therapy in general. What is it? Where did it come from? When did it, where did it originate from? Could we start with that? Yeah, absolutely. So to start off with what Takar therapy actually is, uh, it is a current and it's a high frequency current. And so as a result, just starting with the fact that it's a current, we know that there's for a long time now, there's been a lot of research on the effect of current and the different forms of current on the human body. In fact, the earliest forms of research date back to the 1890s, uh, where we're able to ascertain that there was low frequency, medium frequency and high frequency current and which parts of the body those would actually have an effect on. So that research is as early as the 1890s, really. And it was only when we got to the 1930s that we started to investigate the effects of high-frequency current and to see what frequencies in particular uh, would interact well with the the human body. Um, Tekar therapy in its current form was really developed in the the late 90s um, in, in Italy, uh, I think um, your your listeners will be more familiar made with muscle stim and with TENS, which yeah. are kind of your low frequency and your medium frequency current. Yeah. Um, but uh, even though we understood uh, uh, the effects of uh, radio frequency current or the high frequency on the human body, it wasn't really until the 1990s we started looking at it as a treatment modality. Um, for example, radio frequency current is used quite widely, actually. So um, you're in, in pain management. So people, let's say, have got chronic pain and they use radio frequency ablation, for instance, um, to, to calm the nerves down. Um, it's used in microbiology, you know, when they're trying to introduce substances into cells, for example, and they have the cell in a, in a fluid and then they have the current going through to just increase Um, the rate at which they can get things in and out of the cell. So radio frequency has had widespread use, but in terms of as a therapy, it was really in the late 1990s um, that that was developed. So um, people will often ask me, well, so what is it and what is it going to do and how does it benefit me compared to all the other things, right? So this is is the crux of the matter. Um, (laughs) 
So um, radio frequency current in particular interacts with the cell on a cellular level. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is its superpower, if I can put it that way. Yes. Um, the modalities really work around the cell, and, but nothing really works on the actual cell itself. And what is it doing? It's going to work with the cell wall to make the cell wall more permeable. And what this then does is it increases the nutrients that are going in and out the cell. So the, the rate at which that takes place. And on that basis, we then know that that can increase the rate of healing. So whatever tissue is damaged, the ability to take in the nutrients um, that we're eating and taking in and maybe getting rid of the waste substances is actually improved and increased. So that's the first really major thing. The second thing is pain relief. This is a very big and important part. And so the radio frequency current really works uh, quite well on the, um, the nociceptors or kind of the parts of the nerve that really uh, tell the brain about pain, give messages to the brain about the pain. And it dampens those signals um, quite. And because of the bombardment of the current on those nerve endings, we're really able to reduce their pain and the, the, this pain responses very, very quickly within the treatment. Um, the third big effect is that um, because of it's a current, the resistance of the tissue to the flow of the current is going to generate heat. But this heat is generated deep within the tissue. So if you're looking at traditional means, let's say on a simple level, like a hot water bottle, going all the way to, let's say, um, we've used um, infrared, ultra, all these different modalities. Um, tech art therapy will actually penetrate much deeper um, all the way through the tissue and create a, um, a heating effect deep within the tissue. That allows for an increase in the circulation and the microcirculation. And therefore you can increase the amount of oxygen, you can reduce the muscle spasm, you can increase the mobility in the joints if they're feeling stiff because it's one of the few things that can penetrate deep into, into the joint. So, and then lastly, we've got a number of physiological effects. Uh, we're able to stimulate um, collagen synthesis, which basically is the, the, the building block of all our non-contractile tissues. So if you think of ligaments and tendons and, and even muscle itself, once it's damaged, you're able to replace those, those fibers. And, um, you know, for those, uh, uh, the, the ladies in the, in, in, in amongst your listeners, you'll be familiar with uh, radio frequency uh, in yes. terms of therapy as well and how it helps to firm the skin. And this is part of, of the, 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 the technology behind that. Amazing. So I really feel uh, I've been using Takar, went back to car therapy now at my practice in, in Park Slope, Brooklyn, in New York here. And it's been a game changer for the manual therapy with my patients and you touched on uh, how especially in the states people are more familiar familiar with electrical stimulation that kind of feels like a buzzing and so one of the common things that patients ask me before we initiate any kind of win back to car therapy is oh is it going to sting is it going to buzz and I'm actually, uh, they're always pleased to know that it's just a warmth. They feel a warmth. They will feel some heat, which aids in that relaxation many times. And the superpower of uh, Takar therapy, specifically went back to car therapy with the bracelet, because in my practice, we see 50% complex orthopedic cases and then 50% pelvic floor cases. Absolutely. 
I'm able to do internal manual therapy for my patients who are experiencing pelvic pain and they can tolerate it. I mean, it, it feels enjoyable at a point for those who experience pain. Um, traditionally, if there's any hypertonic muscle in the pelvic floor, just gentle palpation sometimes if it's the first or first few sessions for pelvic floor physical therapy, it takes time because the the whole area becomes hypersensitive to touch. And so uh, for the short time that I've been using it, I've, I've seen it really benefit my pelvic floor patients who have pelvic pain, specifically of hypertonic uh, cause. So I have explained to them that I feel like a superwoman. I feel like a superhero <laughs> when I'm when I'm doing it because it really just enhances uh, the manual therapy, and it's it's quite incredible that just putting the bracelet on and then having that grounding plate for the patient can create that current, and I can feel the warmth. The patient can feel the warmth, and it makes the sessions really effective. Um, yeah. So. Absolutely. I mean, I, uh, I I have to say, you know, there's obviously there's a number of manufacturers that would, would but what, where Winback for me really excels and where, in my view, they're the world leader is that they've really thought about um, us as therapists and how we work. How is it that we work? Um, and they know the technology. They understand that they've got something which is great, but it's the delivery of that energy, which is really important. And so the thought that they put into looking to see how do we work? Yes, some of us are very manual based. Some of us are exercise based. You know, some of us um, are modality based. And they've created a, you know um, a system where you can benefit uh, from all three. Um, I'm I'm a manual therapist like yourself, and okay. just being able to use my hands it uh, cuts down on my treatment times. Um, I'm able really just to integrate. Uh, win back into what I'm doing um, so however I'd normally manage a condition I don't have to change how I do things I'm literally just integrating tech therapy uh, into that and you also touched on just you know the feeling um, you know of uh, the fact that patients I have the same patients go oh am I going to feel something and I always explain to them well you know uh, it's it's if we think of sound for 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 example um, you know, they're dog whistles that are a frequency that we can't hear, but the dogs can can hear it. And the frequency is just above um, the frequency of our body to feel it as, as current. But the effects, um, and they call women back the gentle therapy. It's so much gentler uh, in terms, in terms yeah. of that. And the braces really gives you the ability to apply the energy directly where you need to. Um, so I do a lot of temporomandibular joints as well. And, you know, the ability actually to to go in you know into the mouth and work on on the muscles around there similar to very in a very similar way that you would with pelvic floor just targeting the very areas that you need to amazing so what is the research saying specifically about when back to car therapy so because uh, the, the Takar therapy and, and in particular with Winback is so widespread in, in its use, the, the research, when you're looking at it, you, you almost have to categorize the different, uh, the different ways. And so first of all, there is a lot of research out there. And actually, as Takar therapy is becoming more mainstream and it's really trying to pick up, um, so the studies are really starting to focus around that. 
So if we look at first thing um, uh, in terms of pain, the studies that are out there are focusing one on regions of pain. So let's talk about headaches. Let's talk about um, adhesive capsulitis in the shoulder, uh, subacromial impingement, low back pain, um, osteoarthritis, and there's studies on all of those to demonstrate that the impact uh, of wind back will reduce pain. In particular, um, after the first couple of sessions of wind back, there's an appreciable decrease in the level of pain compared yeah. to the use of other modalities. And really interesting that when you're, you're comparing it to, let's say, that's like laser therapy, for instance, right. uh, there was a, a really good study which was just looking at low back pain, for example, and it just showed that actually over two, three months that the pain levels stayed consistently reduced uh, with uh, wind back therapy as opposed to uh, using something like laser. So um, it gives you both that immediate effect, but also a longer lasting uh, effect, which is really good. Um, there are other studies now that are comparing, um, let's say, um, telecarotherapy with um, the other modalities. And while there was some change in the modalities, um, telecarotherapy seems to have more the immediate and the longer lasting uh, effects through a wider range. So we're very much um, in, in, as a modality, if I was going to pick one, I would really be going after, after that. The second one is just looking at, uh, let's say, muscle spasm. And uh, there's a lot of, um, we're looking at the research, the diathermic effects as well, just reducing the tension in the muscle. That was a really nice research that was published uh, a couple of years ago, just looking at uh, tension in, in the calf muscle. And so what they did was they took uh, people who had very limited dorsiflexion range of motion as a result of muscle spasm after excluding all the other factors and then have treated them with, uh, with, uh, with tech therapy. And then afterwards have measured uh, things like the pinnate angles in the muscle and um, joint ranges of motion and found that the muscle spasm used to quite extend, but increase the ranges of, of motion. So when we look at that, we can see pain, we can see muscle spasm. The third group is actually looking about, there's a lot of research now looking at the types of frequency, the depths of frequency that there is. Uh, back in particular gives you three different frequencies. Yes. And with the use of thermal imaging, you're able then to one, see the depth of penetration, um, the onset at which the, the, the heating takes place, which which is, which is remarkable because it's almost immediate. Uh, you'll know from, from your work, as okay. soon as you start, literally 10 to 15 seconds, and there's already an appreciable um, effect. But even if you were to stop after that, that initial minute, it still lasts uh, longer. So this is really important. Um, and then also the research shows that they we're able to target the different types of tissue. So whether it's the capacitive um, um, electrode or the resistive electrode, the research now shows that the resistive electrode will target um, the tissues with a, um, a lower moisture content. So your ligaments, your tendons, and kind of joint capsule, whereas your capacitive electrode will selectively um, go after muscle, things with a higher water content in there. And so then after that, there's a range of physiological um, experiments that are looking at increase in oxygen, oxygenation mm -hmm. and circulation, uh, your hemoglobin levels and even collagen synthesis. Um, we, we 
know, for example, for collagen synthesis, if we increase the temperature of the area we're treating to 40 degrees, that stimulates collagen synthesis. So you can demonstrate that with, uh, with the thermal imaging, but also then with the physiological effects. So there's a really, um, uh, and this is, um, and then the last group of research I'd mention is that um, there's discipline-specific um, research. So you were speaking about um, pelvic floor, for instance, there's a lot of research now that's starting to, uh, with the perineal pain, the muscle spasm, mm -hmm. um, that really is, is starting to show a real um, demonstrated effect, particularly because um, you're able to you're able to directly affect the muscles that you're wanting to to, to work with. Yes. And so in terms of pain pain relief and uh, muscle spasm, the reduction of muscle spasm, um, it really has shown to be very very effective. I want to highlight one of the areas that you mentioned in and how I even explain this to my patients that it, when back to car therapy really enhances the manual therapy in a way that it lengthens the effects of, of what we do. And I, I can, I can feel it in the tissue afterwards when I palpate again, it just really changes um, the tissue and specifically for uh, muscle spasms um, in my short bit of experience using it. I've, when I, when I brought one back into my office, I reached out to some patients and I was like, remember that stubborn quadratus lumborum spasm that you always get on and off? I think you should come in and we should, <laughs> we should try this. And sure enough, it nipped it. Off. So, uh, it's, it's something I wanted to highlight because it's, it's quite incredible. So well, when, when I first when I first got Wimbat, one of the challenges I gave uh, uh, when they, I said to okay, I'm going to bring you a difficult um, athlete that I work with. It was one of the divers actually, and I said if it works on them, then I'll take it. I wasn't easy. I wasn't easy to get on board. I'll tell you that, and um, it was it was a it was a diver who had been uh, struggling with a lot of cramps in in their quads and. Yeah. It came on and we'd done the blood tests and we'd done biomechanical profiles and we're really, you know, the soft tissue. But for some reason, every time they'll, you know, it, they'll get some relief from, from the modalities and then uh, um, literally three or four days, the cramps would, would come back. And um, so we used um, the, the, the wind back at that time. And I remember after two treatments, um, it she was able to go for two weeks before the next cramp. And then after that, never had them again. And the only thing that we could think of, it was the only thing that penetrated deep enough um, to vastus intermedius right to, to, to the femur to actually increase the microcirculation and reduce the spasm around there. And once that happens, the body's natural processes uh, kicked in. And it's one of the really amazing things about Wimbach that it kind of stimulates the body's natural um, resource and ability to, to heal as well. Um, I, was, I was sold after that. Yeah. Absolutely. So where can people who are interested in finding practitioners who offer one back to car therapy, where can they, where can they go to find someone nearby? So one of the, the brilliant things that Winback has, has done, and maybe uh, for me, I've really benefited a lot from it personally, is that they've created an academy. Um, and this is just people users um, um, in, in, that use Winback, that use Takata and have a real keen interest. 
one in spreading the word about it, but also just getting together and talking about the experiences and collaborating. And Winback realized that this was actually a really powerful um, way of just getting clinicians to talk to together. And so they created their, an online academy. And it really is a meeting place. It's the repository of all the research that we're talking, every article that ever gets done in Takar therapy gets added um, to this. So it's an amazing resource. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of uh, kind of discussion groups there, any kind of questions that you know you have um, becomes a, a way to, to interact. And you're also able to see other people that are, are in, the, in the area with you but also um, just in, uh, you know, within the U.S. where you are, um, Matteo is the, the, the managing director. He's been so good at bringing trainers across to, to, to the U.S. and, and uh, getting webinars. And there's a lot of information that comes through and made it really accessible for anyone who wants to, to reach out, actually to reach out through to them or via the online academy where you are able to get access and to a lot of great information. Wonderful. So for all the listeners, we will include this resource in the description underneath this podcast listening. I wanted to wrap up with you have been involved in Winback for some time. Where do you see Winback to Car Therapy evolving next? We talk about that and um, there Winback is an incredibly forward-thinking company. And when we're looking at, first of all, just the way they were thinking about us as therapists, they've continued to do that and say, okay, where where is the the, the next thing? And I think um, the, the application of tech art therapy is going to grow around the world as a whole. It, it will be, it, if it already is, it probably is the number one modality that, that that's going to be used around. But also the ability to, uh, in terms of the technology, one, to make it more efficient. So, for example, when you're using it, you have to determine how far between the electrode and the plates, you know, um, the distance and then adjust your power settings accordingly. And they're automating that process so you don't have to to do that. There's now more intelligent, um, let's say uh, the machine comes with the protocols uh, loaded on it and we're making things more accessible at the touch of a button. And in in line with modern modern technology, everything is becoming um, kind of um, interactive and you're interacting with your equipment actually to get the best effect. So from a technology point of view, they've already been thinking so much ahead of that in terms of their product development. And they're getting a lot of um, clinicians to, to feed in. What would you want to see? How would you want to make things more efficient? So for instance, you'll know that when you're even just trying to separate the, the, the wires, once you get a bit of cream on your hands, then sometimes <laughs> I'm asking the patient, oh, do you mind just pulling this apart for me? There's just a thoughtfulness around that where they've redesigned that, that whole element just to make it easier. Yeah. Um, so it, it is all of these things. So I do think that um, we'll find that one tech art therapy will take its place, but so much so that it's also very useful in combination with, with, other, with other modalities. So for your listeners that already have things that they use like shockwave or dry needling, you don't have to replace it, but actually you can enhance the effect of those things using tech art therapy. So it becomes, and I think that's what we'll see going forward. We'll see, yes, people using it in isolation, but also starting to use it in combination, which then lends itself to a much wider um, um, audience as well. I can't wait to see.
Yeah. Can't wait to <laughs> see amazing. it. Any final remarks before we conclude? Yeah, I would I would say for, for me, the biggest thing with tech-off therapy is been managing those difficult patients, those ones that have come and have had chronic pain for a long period of time. And, you know, while, yes, it's benefited all of those, but there's always that group, you know, we're all thinking, oh, I've got this one person I'd love to try it on. Yeah. Definitely do that. Try, try it on them. And in some ways, I position myself to the consultants as send me the ones that have, you know, been to other therapists, been to, and have just struggled to, to you know, to get better. Not for the lack of skill or, or understanding that the, the therapists have got, but sometimes I just know that I've got this one modality that can make a difference. Um, and really, it helps uh, in, in, in that. So for those really difficult ones, yeah, definitely give uh, the tech out therapy a try. It's been a, it's been a game changer for me. Wonderful. Well, Gareth, thank you so much for your time. This was a lovely chat. And I, I, I love connecting with anyone from Winback to hear the experience and just to share the knowledge about the use. Thank you again. And thank you very much for having me. Of course. Thank you so much also to the listeners. We will be including any resources mentioned in the description. And stay tuned next month for another informative chat. Take care.